To be successful in business, whether founding a new company or climbing the ladder at one that's already been established, a person has to have clear motivation. This is also true for a company. The question becomes, what is the strongest motivation for action? Is it ambition? Is it the desire for wealth? Could the answer really be love? As I watched my dad build his business and my parents, as they built our network, it was all about people. How do you connect with people? How do you actually demonstrate love for them? Like my mom is the most thoughtful person on the planet. Somebody could sneeze that she's met once, she'll send them flowers and bring over tissues. And it's all about connection and love. That's Jamie Farrell, the chief revenue officer at Emeritus, a global education business committed to providing opportunities to learners at every stage in their lives. Emeritus is a fairly young company founded only in 2015, but it is a trusted partner of leading academic institutions across many regions of the world. Emeritus's international team serves more than 250,000 learners in 80 nations. Find out on this episode of Business X Factors how operating from a place of love and connection is a core value for Jamie and quite possibly for Emeritus as well. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, head of strategy at mission.org. Welcome to Business X Factors. Each week, we'll take a look at the secret sauce that takes companies to some of the highest levels of success and then unpack how they got there. We'll explore how these organizations are run, what's so special about the people, culture, and processes that make it all happen. What is technology for? Our friends at Highland believe technology is for transforming the way you work, for delivering complete information when and where you need it so you can be more agile, more empowered, more connected through each interaction and in every relationship. Highland believes in technology thoughtfully designed to create better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Early on in Jamie's life, educational lessons were shared with her through a storytelling process initiated by her grandmother. We had this book where she would write the first three sentences of a story and I would have to finish the whole page, right? She was teaching, how do you write? How do you think critically? All of that was kind of weaved into childhood, but I didn't get it until after college. For Jamie, it was after her school days when she entered the workforce that she realized the depth of her love for education and supporting people along their educational journeys. About 20-ish years ago, Kaplan Inc. was actually owned by the Washington Post, and the largest revenue segment was Kaplan Higher Ed. And so there were hundreds of thousands, millions of students that went to Kaplan University Partners. I was fortunate to get a job there and just fell in love. In her initial role as admission advisor at Kaplan, Jamie leaned into something that was familiar to her, 
being authentic and connecting with people. Somebody would be on the internet, they would go to Google, they would type in, I want a degree online. Kaplan would pop up and they would fill out a lead form. And it was my job to call that person back and enroll them. And I was like 22 years old and I had no idea what sales even was, but all I knew was that my whole job when I got on the phone with people was to like make them feel comfortable. I knew to do that by building a connection. One connective relationship can change someone's life. The second student that Jamie advised at Kaplan proved to be a life-changing experience for both Jamie and a student named Barbara. She was enrolling in a two plus two bachelor's in criminal justice program. And a two plus two meant that you already had an associate's degree and you were transferring the whole associate's degree and you just needed to finish it. And I probably spoke to her for about three hours. The way that you inspired people to further their education, because only about 2% of people converted, maybe three or four. But the best way to do that was really to get them, it was all about confidence. Do you believe in yourself? There was a man named Terry Nichols and he would always say to me, and I say this all the time, if it's the right student in the right program at the right time, coach them. And so that's what we did. And so what Barbara mentioned over and over was that, one, she only had six months left, but two, she would get a raise and be able to send her son, eight-year-old son, to summer camp. And so we kept going back to that. Long story short, she enrolled, didn't talk to her again, sent the congratulatory email, blah, blah, blah. The blah, blah, blah Jamie is referring to is the passage of time. A year went by, and then Jamie heard her name called over an intercom while at work. They called me up to the front desk. They said I had a package and I opened it. It was like a completely misspelled note from an eight-year-old that said, thank you. My mom said I got to go to camp because you helped her get her education. And so I made you these pictures and I made you this box. And so it was all these like pictures. And then I guess it must've been a box because it was a bunch of popsicle sticks that were now broken. <laughs> but like at that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, I can actually, I hate to say this, but make money and do good at the same time. And this is a way that like, I can change people's lives with a phone call. This is crazy. So it blew my mind. Took that moment and I was like, well, how do I do this over and over? Because it was like a drug, really like a drug. It's like a natural high. You build that connection with someone. Now you know it's changing their life over and over. So I tried to learn how to do it at scale. Scaling connective experiences that make an educational impact is exactly what Jamie has done throughout her career. Over the years, she's risen in various positions, picked winning businesses, created incredible teams, and now has more than five exits behind her. Currently, she is helping to scale educational opportunities at Emeritus under the leadership of Emeritus's co-founder and CEO, Ashwin Demera. One of the things that made Emeritus most interesting to me, when I met with Ashwin and we were talking about the mission, he mentioned affordability and accessibility, right? And I kind of rolled my eyes. I said, of course, you're an education company. Everybody wants to be affordable and accessible. They're buzzwords, great. So what I learned, which I didn't know before, so Emeritus has multiple lines of business, right? So one of the reasons I love it is I get bored really easily. Jamie explained how high-quality companies often take one angle that they are good at, zero in on that, and then scale it up. 
but that Emeritus takes a unique approach. Emeritus is actually very different, and you can't really see this from the outside as much, but we have nine different lines of business. So at Emeritus, we have multiple S-curves. Every year, we may start two or three new businesses. The propensity for risk is really high, and it's always with the end goal of how do we serve a different market of students. Emeritus takes on substantial risk in order to serve more and more students. Find out after the break what's underneath that motivation. If you run a business, you have information. Loads and loads of information across different channels, systems, and silos. How can you connect the dots to make sure the right information gets to the right people who need it? Highland helps more than half of the Fortune 100 companies do just that by providing them with the tools they need to digitally transform and create more meaningful connections with the people they serve. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Emeritus is willing to take on more risks by investing in multiple businesses. It's clear it does so to create additional opportunities for students. Later on, we'll learn more about what's under that layer, about what guiding philosophy motivates taking on more risk. But for now, back to Jamie's passion for how Emeritus is creating a variety of businesses to help very diverse students have access to learning across a spectrum of costs. We have ID Tech, which is a K-12 business closing the STEM gap. We have, at the other end, CEPOs, Senior Executive Programs Online. So that could be a $40,000 program, Kellogg CMO program, top business school in the country for marketing for people that want to be a CMO. Now, if you go sort of in the middle, we have online certs, and I'm going to go back to the accessibility and affordability part because this is kind of what drove me, one of the reasons I joined the business. We have Wharton's talent management class or Columbia's venture capital class, hundreds of these courses around somewhere between $1,500 and $3,000 around six weeks, right? So six weeks to three months. Top brands in the world. And for somebody like me, look, I told you, I went to a party school. I went to the University of Florida, right? Like if I wanted to get Wharton on my resume, this would be an affordable way to do it. I could focus on something that I really need to be upskilled in. The affordability of these sorts of programs certainly caught Jamie's attention when she chatted with Ashwin Demera, the co-founder and CEO of Emeritus. But it was his unique mindset concerning accessibility that really captivated her interest. And the piece that got me was not the affordability. It was when Ashwin said to me, he was explaining how most companies look at access as putting things online. We at Emeritus look at access very differently. Sure, it's online, but the other way we think about it is there is no reason we should assume in the rest of the world that everyone speaks English. We fundamentally believe that somebody in Brazil or India, whether they speak English or not, should 
be able to also get the best education and have access to the best education in the world. And therefore, what we do, using Brazil as an example, we take our Wharton course, we'll translate it into Portuguese. We'll take our Columbia course and translate it into Mandarin. This respectful global mentality meets learners in their own language. It's a win for partner institutions, for more international learners, and for emeritus too. And so by doing that, you're creating this accessibility network. I mean, it's a win-win. You get Wharton, which is already clearly one of the top brands in the world, a different demographic being even more of a global brand. And now you have all these learners who maybe they couldn't afford college, but the one thing that they've done is now from Harvard or Wharton or somewhere else. And so for me, having spent 20 years in the education space, I had never heard anyone talk about accessibility, forget talk, actually execute on making things accessible globally, that was a game changer for me. An example of another market play for Emeritus that also increases accessibility is its B2B focus to work directly with companies to help upskill their workers. Just probably about a year, a little bit over a year ago, we said, you know what? We have so many companies coming to us. We're gonna launch our B2B vertical. So now we have about 100 people working to enable companies to meet learners where they are. So there's two pieces. I think one, Ashwin does an amazing job looking at the market and seeing here are all the places that we need to meet learners, seeing all the ways we can do that and executing and not having, he has no fear. I've never seen anything like it. I would never consider myself conservative, right? Like five startups. I am like the non-entrepreneur here. And let's use B2B as an example. If you look over the last six months, there's been a ton of conversation around benefits, company benefits. Five years ago, there was no education as a benefit. About a year and a half ago, Ashwin said, education as a benefit is going to be huge. Every company is going to have it. We have to go B2B. And look, since then, Amazon, Walmart, Starbucks kind of led the way here, but McDonald's, all of that came out in the last year. So again, risky move to invest a ton of money into B2B, no fear. As Jamie explains, Emeritus is a company with a global mission to create affordable and accessible educational opportunities at scale. And to meet the scope of this ambition, Emeritus is growing and hiring quickly. My team is probably over about 15 countries now. We have hired probably a thousand people in the last year, if not more. A very big number of those are on my team. One of the things that I think most people will learn as they're at a startup phase, you're a founder or if you're a leader, you want to talk to every person on your team, certainly the first 50 to 100 teammates, because they're going to set the culture for the growth of business. I have a thousand people on my team now, probably, and I still want to talk to every one of them. And so I think the challenge, you can call it an opportunity if I wanted to spin it. I think it's both is how do you, and I'm always thinking about this, consistently weave the parts of your DNA that you want to get brought, cascaded down into your direct reports. And then how do your reports do it? And like, you have to pick and choose what matters. Because for me, and again, I think I've been pretty consistent and clear about this. I care that we hire people that care. 
I want them to care. I want them to have the ability to learn. It's very simple, Jeremy. Like I want heart and hustle. For Jamie, part of finding people with heart and hustle is really speaking with them to know what matters to them. When she was a child, her grandmother helped her cultivate an interest in learning by encouraging her to write stories. Now, she tries to find teammates with that same interest in learning and passion for education. I ask every person, actually learn this at General Assembly. When somebody started at General Assembly, one of the questions they were always asked their first day was, who is your favorite teacher and why? And so I actually asked that in interviews. I don't really believe in interviews, which I know is shocking. But when I'm having a conversation with people, I always ask it because you can tell just based on somebody's response if they're genuinely excited and have built connections in education prior. And for Jamie, engaging with her team is also about demonstrating her care to them. I was at this meeting the other day and there are hundreds and hundreds of program advisors and I was calling them out by name. And people were like, well, how do you know? And I was like, well, how do you not? I don't know everyone's name, but it doesn't matter how many people there are, right? You gotta know what's going on in your front lines. And so I think going back to prioritizing, I prioritize people first. And I think if you hire the right people and it's cliche, then the rest will come. I think we talk about hiring the right people. How do you actually treat those people? It's super easy for a business to promote itself as a company that cares about people. Actions are often a much truer indication of sincere values. Take the example of the co-founder and CEO of Emeritus, Ashwin Demera, who Jamie describes as embodying this idea of caring for others through his actions at the company. He literally measures his purpose in life based on the number of people he impacts and Emeritus impacts. Look, it's easy to say that. It's actually not even that hard well, it is hard to show it in numbers, but I think it's different when you're demonstrating it on the little things every day. Like we don't have a meeting at Emeritus that Ashwin doesn't kick off with a student. And by the way, it's not a student that somebody has found for him because he goes through LinkedIn himself, even though we're at scale and sends people congrats notes. He actually cares. Sincerity is an underrated quality. But when a company's sincerity is reflected by actions from a leader like Ashwin Demera, other people are drawn to it. This is true for Jamie and Emeritus. I can't define what love means to Emeritus, but I do believe as an organization, we would define it maybe as impact, impacting millions and millions of people. And I think for me personally, like love is all about connection. I think there's different types of love. I think you can... I think everyone has their own definition. For me, I want to build a connection with somebody. I want to learn from them and I want to help them get to the next level. And so to me, it's all about connection. And maybe it is for Emeritus as well, because just thinking out loud, you really can't drive impact unless you have a connection with the individual. For Emeritus, an ongoing demonstration of care and love is demonstrated in its effort to support learners wherever they are in this journey. The way I would think about it is, at Emeritus, we meet the learner where they are. According to Jamie, Emeritus meets learners all over the world in their own language, at whatever their current educational level, and at a variety of price points. The leadership team at Emeritus is unafraid to take risks on new investments and new businesses that make it possible to impact even more people. And the entire organization finds their personal and professional purpose 
in helping others find purpose. One of the things my dad used to say is, as long as you're rich in love, nothing else matters, right? Like my parents could be fighting. My mom's like, I want a new car. I want this. And my dad would be like, that's nice, Andy. But like, as long as you're rich in love, we're going to figure out the rest. With her father's lesson about the power of love as a guiding light, it's no wonder that Jamie is drawn to a company like Emeritus that acts from a place of love to provide people educational opportunities. Love has been the motivating fire throughout Jamie's life. Her love for education was first sparked by her grandmother and then really ignited when she advised Barbara along her educational path. It has led Jamie on her own entrepreneurial journey that now has her at Emeritus, a company committed to taking big risks for learners from a place of love. One could say Jamie and Emeritus's actions are a sort of love language to learners everywhere. I don't know about you, but when I have a decision to make, I look for information. I may look through emails, documents, photos, and files in multiple places. And if I'm lucky, I find what I'm looking for. So it's amazing to me that while I have trouble finding a single file, some organizations' success hinges on making sure that the right people can get all the right information they need when and where they need it. Like hospitals, insurers, banks, and all sorts of businesses. I don't know how they do it, but our friends at Highland do. Highland empowers more than half of 2020 Fortune 100 companies with tools that help make sure the right information gets to the right folks easily and automatically and makes business processes smarter and more efficient. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. You've been listening to Business X Factors created by our team at mission.org and brought to you by our friends at Highland. Are you enjoying this show? If you are, I would be so grateful that you would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts as this really helps ensure more amazing listeners like you find the show, and it also lets me know how I'm doing. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to dive deeper into the topics discussed, be sure to check out the resources section of our show notes, where we've included helpful links, articles, and books, including any stat or stories referenced in this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and I'll catch you next time on Business X Factors.